Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The resurgence of the COVID pandemic in New South Wales is creating headaches for many. New Zealand rugby firmly included in that group. Yesterday brought a step forward, though, as Bledisloe won in New Zealand was green-lit by the government as the Wallabies were granted an exemption to enter on the premise of economic impact to the host region which is estimated at around $20 million. That's all about, that's about all we know for now. Robert Van Royen is excellent rugby journalist for the press and stuff, and he joins us now on SENZ on the Baz Nizzi Show for breakfast. G'day, Robert. G'day, mate. How's things? Good. Can you make sense of all of this for me? Because it seems a, it's a little confusing, the whole process for, uh, for NZ Rugby to wade through. Oh, absolutely, it's, they've got a bit of a minefield to gate through and it, well at this stage that you, what you've just said is yes for the first test all we know right now of the seven tests the Bledisloe Rugby Championship test they're down to play only one's green lit and that's at Eden Park um, I mean we're in an odd position I think so there with this travel bubble pause where we're essentially on rugby uh, hoping that New South Wales and Australia can get on top of COVID and shut down that community transmission. If not, and that bubble's extended, they're looking at seven to eight weeks in Australia, um, and they're going to go from hosting seven, sorry, hosting four tests, um, seven tests, sorry, but potentially only hosting two in the Blues Lake Cup. So um, it's a very tricky situation for them. And by the end of this week, we're potentially going to know a little bit more, and that's that the Wellington test, which was scheduled for August 28th, um, it's going to be dragged forward um, to probably the 14th, but they want to play that one in Wellington, and this is where it gets more tricky. There's a BFB scheduled uh, <laughs> at Sky Stadium that, that weekend. So, <laughs> so you know, they've, they're, now they're dealing with stadiums, and um, they might they, look, they might play that game on a Sunday, they've said. They can't play it on the Friday because the BFB is as well. Uh, and then they'll head to Perth, no matter what that Perth test, we know that's essentially locked in on the 21st as well, all but. And that's because Rugby Australia have sold that out, 60000 out of the stadium. They won't budge. They need the money. So 
no matter what, what, what another thing we pretty much know, again, not 100% greenlit, but Chris Lindrum from New Zealand Rugby has said that when they head to um, Australia for that Perth test, they are definitely, almost definitely going to have to play Argent- the two games we're meant to play Argentina at home. Now, they were September 11, September 18, Eden Park, Wellington. They will be played in Australia. Again, no venues uh, confirmed. They're going to have to sorting through that with Australia. Um, so they, those tests are almost certainly going to be played in Australia because, look, what it really is, we can't get Argentina into New Zealand. So. Yeah, this is a this is a total minefield, Robert. No, you kind of need an abacus to even start working this out, and then that's just that's just half the battle with the date. So, so yeah, we're gonna have to give Grant Elliott some <laughs> a bit of a hard go after eight bears, a beer fest, getting it. Could you pick a more Wellington thing just to happen at the worst possible time? A beer fest. It's a bit of a nightmare. So yesterday's news that the the Bledisloe, so the Wallabies can actually come in for these two tests. It's a good thing, and they, they've done it on economic impact, haven't they? Around $20 million for the host region for each one. But that's kind of surface level, because as you've just pointed out, you dig a bit deeper, and this just must be headaches galore in, in the NZR Central. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And the, the, the issue is, with, at the moment, the, the bubble pause, eight weeks, that takes us through to September 17. So that's a week, essentially, before uh, the All Blacks are scheduled to host South Africa, now they're hosting them in Dunedin on September 25, and then the following week, October 2, Eden Park. And that first test in Dunedin, that's the 100th test between the teams. Mm. Massive game, obviously be a, be a great um, experience under the roof. Now, that game, again, if the bubble pause isn't extended, then uh, sure, they could get in a week earlier. But look, let's look, right now, when you look at what's happening in New South Wales, and then when you take into account Deputy Prime Minister Grant Robertson a couple of days ago, quoted as saying the reopening of the bubble will be all or nothing from in the future. It won't be. They're not going to reopen to certain states. So you can forget about that. Um, so, I mean, right now you'd have to say it's, it's hard to see that bubble reopening with, unless things improve rapidly uh, and time for them to get back to New Zealand and play those tests against South Africa. So, you know, they were meant to host South Africa in two tests, Argentina two tests, um, and then we had Australia. So, sorry, you know, they've gone from potentially hosting those. Uh, we've got, still going to host Australia two, twice, it looks like. I mean, that, that Wellington test was initially scheduled for August 28th. So that's, gonna, that's what I mean. It's being dragged forward to that weekend around the 14th of August. So they weren't meant to be playing that weekend. And then off to Australia they go. And it's going to, no matter what, they're going to be there for at least four, um, potentially seven, eight weeks. You got to feel for Ian Foster and his his coaching staff as well. After all the disruptions of last year, they would have just loved a, a settled schedule to be able to you know uh, to be able to find some cohesion and and um, and allow them to make a few statements under his coaching regime. It must be very difficult for for Foster and, and the like. Yeah, for sure. And I guess New Zealand rugby. I mean, it was a bit of a, a bonanza. I mean, hosting normally you you know the whole rugby championships and and Bledisloe, predominantly in Australia and in New Zealand, that's that's where it was this year. And not not so you're getting those extra games by hosting Argentina and South Africa twice. Um, you know, after last year's year, you sort of thought, well, this is New Zealand rugby would have been you know, rubbing their hands together and thinking it was fantastic. And then the bubble pops, and um, he's got a it's, a it's a different situation. And you're right, yeah, you're gonna have to. It's gonna be a tricky year. They're not gonna have the home comforts. 
Hey, you're quite close to Razor Robertson down there, uh, Robert, geographically, obviously, and you see a fair bit of him. He he re-signed. Um, what's the mood down there in Crusaderland and uh, Razorland? We'll call it. Is it you know? Is he circling? Are the sharks circling, or is he just playing it one step at a time? Oh uh, no, I think he's yeah, he's probably playing it one step at a time. I think I think he knows, and I think most people know that uh, even though Ian Foster hasn't been re-signed yet, it's 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 more than likely. It's very likely he's you know Razor's going to have to wait until. The next World Cup, so yeah, the, it's just I think and he's he's basically said that. Look, and I think most people down here, especially when you talk about Crusaders fans, they they probably see a lot of them. More, while they'd like to see him close to the All Blacks, they're also seeing it as a bit of a yeah, you know, it's a win for them that he's still going to be here coaching the Crusaders. And you know, obviously, if he goes to the All Blacks, they lose him in that regard. So no, I don't think so. I think he's pretty aware. I mean, look, unless unless Ian Foster. Loses the Bledisloe uh, and it doesn't win the rugby championship. And, and yes, potentially those objectives have gotten a little harder now with what's happening with the, the travel bubble. Um, it's very unlikely New Zealand don't. New Zealand rugby don't re-sign Ian Foster. It is looking like that's a very good point. Hey, yesterday we had Sir John Kerwin on the line. We'll leave you with this one, Robert. Just a bit of fun, a little bit of a, a thought uh, a thought exercise. He was talking about the greatest ever All Blacks 15. So I want to know from you before you go, on the spot, you're an intelligent bloke, number one name down on paper in a in an All Blacks all-time 15, who would it be and then who would be captaining your side? Uh, um, I'm, I'm simply going to go with, Two names come to mind, but the first one is Richie McCaw. Um, I'm going to go, and, he, and he'd be he'd be a skipper as well. Look, he's a goat, isn't he? Uh, all time, all time, yeah, outstanding. You need you need an outstanding seven like that, and he's just a great leader. Richie McCaw, the goat. Nice. N Smith wasn't so sure, which is uh, which is interesting. That's the beauty okay. of this, right? We all have our yeah, we all have our like opinions. It. For the for the record, I'm also with you, Robert. He would be my number seven and captain. But who good are man, we to disagree? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The voice of sport. It's a this is a great poll. <laughs> it's a good one. We should we should invite some we should invite some uh, some texts from from everyone out there as well. Double eight double three. Tell us who you would have as your All Blacks captain and the greatest all time fifteen. But thank you very much for joining us as well, Robert. And uh, it is many things in front of uh, New Zealand rugby, which uh, they're going to have to sort out in the next little while. And COVID continues to be a problem for sport all around the world and for the programming and and the processing of things and trying to get a schedule on the table. And I don't envy the New Zealand Rugby Association, uh, Louis, to try and pull all this together. Nor the players, Baz. Um, nor the players, because you're about to talk about Simone Biles after this, and and she's pulled out, and the mental strain that is going on. You've been in a bubble, you understand what it's like. It's the new reality of sport. But if they have to go and they don't know when they're coming back, and as Robert pointed out, it realistically could be two months on the road. A lot of these guys, you just think about the natural evolution of you know, you know, twenty, thirty year olds. I've got young families. It's tough, and. Um, yeah, it's hard to know because there's no answers, right? So that's kind of the hardest thing about it, Baz. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.